0: Siddhir Snippet Series is generously sponsored by the Saka family in memory of Joseph Sacka. Mimitzraim ge'altanu Hashem alokenu. From Egypt you redeemed us Hashem. Mimitzraim from Egypt. And what's Besav Adim? A house of bondage. What is a Bays Adim compared to Mimitzraim? What's the difference between the two? And moreover, what's the difference between Ge'altanu you redeemed us, and pedisanu, you redeemed us, you liberated us. Giatanu means you saved us, you redeemed us. What's the difference between ge'ula and pedos pedisanu? So Chaim Brisker has a fantastic explanation, a very beautiful and fundamental explanation that applies to this sentence that we say, but it also helps us understand chumish, Partios of Yetzias Mitzrayim, and the Haggadah itself. Chaim Brisker points out that avodim have two factors to their avdus. Being a slave is made up of, it's comprised of two components. The one and being a slave are the actions or activities of being a slave, of being indentured, of being subjugated to another. When one has a master and the master says jump, the slave has to say how high. So there are the actions or the activities there is the subjugation of the slave who is at the will and the whim of the master. But there's another component of slavery which is much more fundamental, and that is not only the actions or the activities or the behavior, which is guided or determined by the master, but there's the entire identity of being a slave. Even without being told or asked what to do, simply having the status and the identity of being a slave is something degrading, something demeaning. It's something which gives you an inferior status. It's something which makes you different. So that's what the sentence is pointing out, that there were both components. Mi Mitzrayim ge'altanu and mi beis avadim pidisanu. The ge'altanu is from Mitzrayim. Hashem, they made us work. We were enslaved. We built the pyramids and our children were turned into bricks. And we were indentured slaves reporting to the Egyptian taskmasters. And that, Galtonu, you redeemed, you put an end. We no longer had to engage in those activities. We no longer had to be responsive to their demands. But much more fundamentally, Me base avadim pidisanu. You took us out from the identity of slavery. You gave us the identity of freedom. You liberated us and you enabled us to choose and to replace the Egyptian taskmaster with you. Not avadim to avadai, not enslaved to God, but slave to, to other human beings, to vadam, but enslaved to Hashem himself. And that's the difference in these two words, ge'altanu and pidisanu, and mimitzrayim and basavadim And Chumash, the Rav, the tradition of Rabchaim, also understands sometimes we talk about mimitzrayim, and really it should be Mimitzrim. What's the difference between Mimitsrim and Mimitzraim? Mimitzrim means you relieved us, you released us, you redeemed us from those taskmasters. The Egyptians were identified as the ones who to whom we reported. We were enslaved. Mimitsraim is different than Mimitsrim. Mimitsrim are the people. Mitzrayim is a culture, is a philosophy, is an attitude. We don't even begin to appreciate or understand, because we're entirely immersed in it, how molded and shaped we are by the Western culture in which we live. We may not be enslaved in the physical sense, but we are enslaved to a culture, and a philosophy, and Weltanschung. Uh, there's an entire attitude towards life and towards the world. And that's the distinction, Mi Mitzrayim and Mi Mitzrim. Mi mitzrim means the Egyptians, the people. Mi Mitzrayim means the entire culture means the entire attitude and entire philosophy and Hashem and His kindness and His tremendous Rachmanos redeemed us from both. The next sentence, kol B'choreim haragta u'b'chorcha ga'alta You killed all their firstborn and you redeemed your firstborn. What's the fundamental difference here grammatically? B'choreim and b'chorcha? B'choreim is in what form? The plural. There are many Firstborn you killed. Uvichorcha, and you in the singular firstborn, you redeemed. Anyone ever noticed that one davani before? bechoreim and bechorcha, The Yamsuf Bakata, and you split the sea. Vizedim mehem So makas bechoros. Okay. Maybe. Yamsuf. I understand why we invoke the Yamsuf. Yamsuf was the culmination, the closure. At Yamsuf, the Jewish people finally had closure because the Egyptians were drowned. They weren't coming after them. Why do we mention Bachoros? And It's not just a coincidence we mention Makaz Bachoros. Yerushalmi and Brachos. Yerushalmi and Brachos. Perak Aleph. Allah Yerushalmi writes, We know that we mention the redemption leaving Egypt in Emes in the morning. Rebbe Yomer Tzarech Lahaskirba Malchus. In that context, how do we fulfill remembering Yitzis Mitzrayim? By mentioning and by submitting to Hashem's Malchus. Acherim Omrim, Tzarech Lahaskirba Ukriyas Yamsiv. In order to fulfill Shema, or in order to fulfill at least MS V'yatsiv, you have to mention, we're going to see this as Nogayah Alachalam Isa. We'll see tomorrow night. Shlomo Zalman holds. That a person has to actually concentrate, Ms. Yatsam in the morning, Ms. at night, on, bless you, on Bakureya Marakti. You have to remember and think about the killing of the firstborn. So I'll leave you as a question. We'll pick up tomorrow night. Why? Leaving Egypt, Bikla, Yitzias mitzrayim? I understand. That was Hashem Zial Khazaka. Khaljbarhu revelation, his intervention in the world, I understand. Kris Yamsuf gave us the closure. I understand. But Makkah's b'chareim, it's just like Hashem flexing. Why is it important to invoke that? Why must we concentrate on it? What's the deeper meaning of it beyond just leaving Egypt and splitting the sea? Why do we hone in? Why do we zone in on that specific makkah? We'll pick up tomorrow night.